My name is Sean Thomas, and I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great, or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. your why. Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? See, most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here. Today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action. Just be better. Just be more. Be more today. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas, back in the building with another episode of the Be More Today show. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, we are cruising as always. The Be More Today show has grown. We are now heard in 67 countries, over 30,000 downloads. It's all thanks to your love and support and for your drive to be more today with me. So I appreciate you, as you already know. Be More Today is a movement. We're everywhere on Strava. My site, BeMoreToday.com, my book, um, which is on Amazon, our podcast, as always, and our more merch or our more swag store, which continues to be out there. So go out there and grab your Be More Today everything, your visors, your gators, uh, your your windbreakers. Just continue to do things you need to do to stay always on the move. My quote for today is simple as always. At some point, you have to stop living in the shadow of your potential and actually unleash it and prosper by Boy McCoy. This is a year 
where I set out to be um, triumphant. Last year, I ran the NYC Marathon, and I had a lot of mechanical issues. Um, not so much what I was wearing, but what I was taking in nutrition-wise. And I cramped up so much. And I was on on track for a PR last year, and I, I was about 20 minutes off. because I just, I just failed. My body just stopped moving. At mile 20, I was pretty much done. And this year, I said, you know what? This could be my redemption tour to make sure I hit my sub four uh, time. And I went to Chicago, trained the whole year. I had people who trained with me throughout the year. And it was just great to see um, the resilience that was in me to get this thing done. Went to Chicago, ran 358, was super ecstatic. And I'm just happy because I know for me that at some point in time, I knew the potential was there, but there were so many things that just got in the way. And for you, it might be the same thing. At some point in time, you have to stop living in the shadow of all the excuses, all the things that may go wrong or have gone wrong, and actually unleash your full potential and prosper in. The same way I went to Chicago and ran my sub four marathon and became, again, one of that 1% of people who've done this crazy thing. I know there are things in your life that you want to unleash, that the potential you have that needs to be now kinetic. You want to go out there and make that thing happen. Use this week to go out there and unleash your potential, unleash your drive. And you never know what can come out of the idea, out of the movement, out of the action that you take this week. And my guest on the show today is the embodiment of that. She is someone who is uh, an inventor. Uh, she's a CEO, a founder of one of the biggest uh, personal uh, fitness belts in the country. And her name is Kim Overton. Now, the journey began, as she says, on the running trail in 2006 when Kim Overton found herself faced with a common issue for runners. Where do I put my stuff when I run? Right? Overton innovated her way into a solution, creating the original small personal item belt or what we call spy belt, which is now sold in over a thousand stores in the U.S. in over 40 different countries. From the beginning, Overton's mission has been to facilitate and inspire great health for individuals and communities. And she has infused the spy belt ethos and practices with the values of wellness, balance, and the integrated life. Overton is so passionate about walking the talk that she recently closed her office for a week to give her employees a mental and physical summer break. The team took the time to relax, rejuvenate, and spend time with loved ones which Overton believes is essential to doing great work. A company that promotes wellness to the world must also promote wellness within. And that is what Overton has done. Through her leadership, Spybelt continues to thrive as a company and as a community which embraces all who love to move and live well. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pets included, please welcome to the stage my guest for this week's episode of the Be More Today Show, founder, CEO, and innovator, Kim Overton. Kim, what is going on? What an intro. I feel like I'm walking onto a stage with a big old crowd and spotlights. Thank you for that. It's great to be here. No problem. I appreciate you making the time. I know we're in different time zones. Let the people know right now, where are you right now? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. My hometown. Yes. So that's one place I've never been to Texas, ever. What? I've My never been to state. Texas. Yeah, so I, I gotta go. How can you use it? I got to go. I know one of the biggest <laughs> places in the world, right? I got to go. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but it's on my list. 
It's definitely on my list. I'll, I'll try to go out there and maybe even do a run with you at some point in time. That'd be great. Oh, come on down for that. Yes, let's do it. That'd be great. Listen, I have so many questions for you. I'm just grateful for all you've done with us. We actually uh, collaborated with my running group, a Spartan Sunday running club, which is based in Brooklyn. And you and your team were gracious enough to give us so many of your amazing uh, belts that we use for our runners and for our events. And it's really been um, inspiring to see how many people have gone from not being runners at all to being able to run and then finding out ways to improve the efficiency of their experience by using your technology and using your product. And uh, we had an event for a Be More Today thing in in earlier this year, and we had a number of people there who just loved getting the gifts that you sent us. And I got to just say thank you because August was a great month for us to do that. And the people who received your gifts were just so ecstatic, not just to receive the gift, but to actually recognize that this is a functional thing that I can really use and can change my fitness life. So I appreciate you and your team for that. And um, on behalf of Spartan Center Running Club and Ishmael Torres, who's my my other guy who works with me, thank you for your donations to us. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. We really appreciate it. Um, So listen, I I did some research on you because I always do it for my guests on the show. And I recognize that you and I have one thing in common. We both well, you a little more than me, clearly, because you were actually on there. But we both danced on one of the best shows ever on TV, The Grind on MTV. Can you talk to me about your experience being a MTV Grind dancer? Oh, man, that was so much fun. I tell you, what, I moved to New York City when I was 21. And I moved there to be a dancer, singer, songwriter, dancer, just to be a superstar. 21 stars in my eyes and nothing could get in my way. I got there within two weeks. I heard on the radio, MTV Grind is looking for dancers. They're scouting dancers at, I think it was the Palladium, 14th Street. Come on down. And and I did. And I made sure they saw me and I was picked. And I was on the grind for a year and a half. But I went there with that mission to be on MTV. And it was so much fun. We recorded eight shows in a day. I believe they paid us $40 for the entire day and bowls of candy, but we didn't care. We were on MTV and it was so fun and musical guests would come about every other show. That was when CNC Music Factory was big and, um, oh man, it was, it was really a dream. I was living the dream at 21. It was so much fun. That is awesome. I, um, I was not a professional dancer on the grind. I did professionally after college um, in Brooklyn. But at that time, when I was on the grind, we were actually on spring break. We were uh, part of the Jamaica Cancun crew in 99 that that was on the grind. And we were in Jamaica. And I just remember us being in Sunspot, either in the grill or wherever we were. And they recorded us for like eight hours dancing to the same song. And I remember it was Cher's song, Do You Believe in Love or After Love? And we just danced to that song literally on repeat. So when I hear the song now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, please, this song, no more, please. But I'm sure for you, it was just, like you said, exciting, invigorating, being on that platform. And at that time, The Grind was one of the one of the bigger shows on TV. I mean, MTV was at its prime at that time, and, and The Grind was a fun show to be on with so many guests. I'm sure you met amazing guests at that time who just, like, changed your life at the time. So it's oh, fun. Yeah. It was so much fun. And they let me do a shout-out. So when I came home to Austin, after doing the shout-out to Austin – 
I was like a local celebrity. People who I kind of knew were like, Kim, I saw you on MTV. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I'm sure that's amazing for you. And um, I'm a fan of the grind. I'm glad we had that experience. And, Me too. I, you know, I'm, I'm always curious as people who are so into movement, um, you know, I know I'm one who does dance and, and running and Spartan races, whatever else. But for you, you know, it seems like this this running thing and movement in general has just been a part of you, right? From the dancing to the running and whatever else. So when I read your bio talking about these trail runs you were doing, um, I'm curious what sparked the passion? Um, you know, people do all kinds of things, right? You run, you dance, whatever else, and and you find ways just to do whatever you're doing. But for you, in 06, you said you were running and you just found this need to fulfill this need. What sparked the passion for this even to happen? Because a lot of people just say, you know what, I'll just do whatever. But you actually went out there, fulfilled this need, and then took it to the next level. So what sparked this need for you to to feel this question of where do I put all my stuff? I was a personal trainer at the time and running for me or just getting out was a way to clear my mind, like moving meditation. You know, it's, um, I really like it cause I'm in my own space. It's my body a hundred percent. Like I'm moving my gym. So I'm, I'm moving. So I was also at the time launching a fitness video. So I was trying to come up with a creative way to market my videos. So I'm running, my keys are tucked into my bra top. And that was the time for me to just think. I remember it was September. It was really hot. Not a lot of people were on the trail. I didn't care. I was just out there um, getting some fresh air and clearing my mind to come up with these marketing ideas for the video. And boom, like a lightning bolt. You know, I kept fidgeting with this key. I was like, I just need a simple place to carry my phone and my key. That's not bulky because of stuff I saw in the market like giant, you know, things around your waist that were just too much for what I needed. I needed something simple and small and didn't bounce, didn't interfere with my run, allowed me to just keep my brain focusing on whatever it was I was thinking about, not my keys, not my phone. And so after my run, I went home and I made the first prototype. And I wore that crazy looking hand sewn prototype to the gym. And my clients were like, Kim, what is that? I was like, oh, it's this thing I made because my keys were really annoying me. And I started to improve the prototype. And then one at a time, they're like, how much are they? I want some for Christmas for gifts. And of course, I'm like, okay, hang on, let's see. Okay. And wow, I think maybe I can make more money to cover my overhead doing these things and selling them than I can as a personal trainer. And that's when it all started. (laughs) <laughs> that fall 2006 i have a thousand questions first of all <laughs> so you 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 made your own prototype right that's right so, yes. I, so I, I mean we're I, I i'm a physical therapist you're a personal trainer um do you have any experience in terms of creating things in terms of i don't know like i, I don't know if i could ever just say oh i'm gonna go home and make something for for this like how do you even know what to make or, or how to put things together like where that concept come from for you to say, you know what, let me just do this to make this. That is the golden idea that, um, you know, shouldn't be so golden. It's so simple. I wanted to make it for me. So I didn't care what it looked like. I wasn't thinking sales, international distribution. I wasn't thinking anything future. Okay. I had a problem. I'm so I, I just made something that worked for me. So I wasn't thinking 
how does this look? What materials am I using? What are people going to think? I just wanted my keys to not be in my shirt, in my bra. Yeah. I wanted it to be around my waist. So I, I can sew a little bit. I can sew a button on clothes. I can sew a hem. So I hand stitched it and just threaded a needle. I actually went to the sewing store and I got the stuff. And it looks crazy. I have the prototype around here somewhere. Of course, I do. it's like in a little, little container. So I wasn't thinking big picture. And that's how it starts, just very simply. So it could start with some, it could even start with paper, like a drawing. Just make something that works for you. So, and I've always done that ever since I was a kid. I have a problem. Let me see if I can make something to make it work. Mm. Just, I'm not thinking, what are people going to think about this? I'm just going to see if this thing can work. And that's how it started. Just yeah. for like, oh, let me just make something that'll work for now. Yeah, that's Not incredible. Anymore. That's incredible. I mean, that that makes me think that you are, yes, as it says, an innovator, um, an inventor. Because most people will say, you know what? Let me go buy something that I can use for this. But you just went out there and just say, you know what? Let me create what's best for me. And out of that came this mega company, right now that is called Spybo, small oh, personal crazy. item belts. That's yeah, right. so it didn't exist. Absolutely incredible. I couldn't go buy it. I was like, what I've seen on the market is too big for what I need. Mm. Not only that, but they're all black. There's nothing that's cute and colorful. I got to make something that I don't see. So that's that's where it was. I think, I don't know. The question is, would I bought it if I had seen it? I'm not mm. sure. Mm. You know, but it didn't exist. Right, <laughs> right. So out of nothing came something. And, you right. know, it's funny. Before we even met you, um, when I ran one of my first marathons uh, a couple of years ago, someone I asked someone, I said, "What?" I asked a guy who actually runs a lot of marathons. I said, "What do you What do you wear when you go out? Like, what do you What do you put around you?" Because I tried a number of different things um, that were not spy belts, and they were more generic in nature. Um, and the, the the name that he gave me was spy belt. So I went <sighs> online and I and I grabbed and those who are watching on the, the YouTube channel, I have a thousand of these. I mean, I have all the different types all different colors because these things really rock. And there've even been times when I've worn these when I'm not running. I mean, I've been gone out sometimes where I just wear them. If I have like shorts that don't have pockets on them, right. I'll rock one of these and I'll put everything in there from my phone to my keys to my wallet, whatever else, because they are very, very comfortable and they are very, very efficient and light. And that's just me from the consumer perspective. Um, so I'm curious for Kim, you know, when it comes to, you as the founder and the creator of this thing, what do you think makes Spy Belt different compared to other running belts on the market today? We've built our products from pure feedback from consumers. Mm. 100%. So when I came out with this, I was at the Austin Marathon 2007. Paul Carrizza of Rentex gave me a spot at the booth. Here you go, Kim. Good luck. I sold 150. I worked the finish line. And the folks who bought it, my very first customers came by. I was like, what do you think? They're like, it's amazing. I want more. So that's when I quit my day job the next day. And so I attended every race that I could. And I'd stand there and say, what can we do to improve this? Well, how do you want to make it better? What do you want to see me do here? And so we just listen. And the fact that we make it right here in Austin, Texas, we can run to the back. Phones are getting bigger. Okay, we'll make it a little bit bigger. Uh, first we had two sizes, small, medium, medium, large. The stores were like, Kim, it's too much inventory. All right. You got to remake one size. So not only can we pivot on a dime when needed, when the customers have enough feedback about a particular feature, we can pivot. We also have fun colors, 
the uh, the product is very sleek and slender. Like you said, you, you can wear it anytime. You can't wear a big utility belt out like every day if it's like a day-to-day use. So it's super versatile. When it's empty, it collapses. It's tiny. So there's just all these features about it that completely differentiate it. And I'm the brand. We're the brand. I say I am my team right here in Austin. You can pick up the phone and call us. We're people behind the product. Like I said, we make the product based on feedback. There aren't a lot of companies where you can pick up the phone and call the team and say, hey, here's what I think about the product. A couple of weeks later, you see your suggestion in the product. Mm. We love that. We listen. It's not about me. It's not about the product on the shelf. It's about the consumer's experience, 100%. And that's how the type 1 diabetes community came about. Moms would email and call and say, Ken, this product's great for an insulin pump. It's like, holy smokes, that's amazing. So we have this whole other vertical specifically for type 1 diabetes because of consumer feedback. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean... Who would have thought, right? A trail run in 06 could lead to this. And life of its own. Yeah, life of its <laughs> own. And then, you know, the, 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 the great thing about that is that you made it for you for running. That's right. And now you're talking about other people who have found other uses for it, for whatever it needs to be for them. And I think that's the goal for most companies, what, what it should be. You know, you finding one thing that is a solution for one thing. But then recognizing that that can be a solution for so many other things just by the the, the, the sheer basis of it. And that's when a product is really, really good. We know it can be as versatile as that. So I salute you, Kim. I mean, I think that's fantastic and it's great. And, and it's, it's helping so many people just to, like you said, live better and live better lives um, and to move better. And, you know, I was doing some more research on you and I, I recognize that there's a great legacy when it comes to you and your family, right? I, I recognize that. I believe it's your grandfather who was someone who was a pillar in his community. Can you talk to listeners a little bit about your grandfather, your family, your legacy? And I know you were featured recently in Forbes magazine, along with some others who were um, various black leaders and entrepreneurs. Um, what's your family history like? And, and does it make you feel, um, how does it make you feel, I guess, to be one of the black and brown leaders in the fitness industry today? Proud, proud of my um, my father or my grandfather and his legacy, but obviously I don't think in terms of color, right? Um, in that way, and like, how do I feel as a black woman? You know, it's like I'm so darn busy being a mom and trying to be a leader, and there's an obstacle to move move that out of the way. Um, but you know, going back to my granddad, he was a the civil rights he was a civil rights leader here in Austin. He was a president of the NAACP for 25 years. He made so many changes to the city to improve it. And he helped to desegregate schools. And he just wanted to help minorities. He wanted to give everyone an equal opportunity for better education, um, jobs, whatever it was, um, all minorities. And he stood up for everybody who needed a chance. And I think about that. I This was mostly in the 60s. I was born in the 70s. So I didn't get to see his work. But I've seen the results of it. People I've met are like, Kim, I remember your granddad. And I hear stories of what he did. He was such a loved man. He did so much work here. We recently renamed a park downtown in June after my granddad because of his legacy. There's a school named after him. And they're so proud of what he did. Education first for everybody. Equal opportunity to good education. 
and to meals too. He created uh, access to, I think it was free meals back in the day for everybody. And um, he just did so much work. He spent his lifetime fighting for equal rights for all. So in that, I just kind of grew up like, we all have equal access to everything. You know, we all have the right to pursue what we want to pursue and um, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So it is nice to be recognized as a black leader, brown leader, person of color, whatever it is. It's like, oh yeah, there's, <laughs> we've had a, a long road and my granddad here in Austin paved the way for a, a lot of us, which is really amazing. Um, when I first started the company, I was living at his house with my grandmother and my granddad. Unfortunately, he passed a year before he saw it take off, before it took off. Um, but he um, was buried in the state cemetery. So he's the second black person to be buried in the state cemetery. So just driving down 7th Street, see granddad's grave, see his name right there, and um, constantly reminded of what he did, his work, and just driving by the park down the street from my house, constantly reminded. So granddad, definitely paved the way and just put in my head, you have as equal of a right and opportunity for success and whatever you want in life, Kim, as anybody else does. And don't let anybody tell you any other way. So that's always been my mindset. Mm, that's powerful. Um, I salute all of that. And I feel like the the legacy is definitely there. Um, you know, we talk a lot about legacy and, and, and wanting to do more and be more for each other, but also for our families. And uh, your grandfather definitely led the way, right? And, and gave you the inspiration and others, clearly, just to go out there and recognize that they can do anything they want to do. And that clearly is is a part of you and will be a part of you and your company, clearly, for, for years to come. So, you know, I think that's amazing. And that's really what I strive for as well, um, as a physical therapist, clearly, but also as a business owner would be more today. You know, my whole premise for doing this has really just been to inspire and encourage and enlighten others to go out there and also just be great. And I think like-minded people like like-minded people. So um, I knew that when we first met on our first call that you were someone who was not just goal-driven and innovative, but also just someone who likes and loves to see people strive and do well. Oh, and yeah. I think that's really what, at least for me, what I get when I see Spy Belt. You know, it's, it's something that I recognize that whether you're a marathon runner like me or someone who's just trying to go out there and be more fit, you know, throughout the week, this is something that everyone can really use and something that everyone can really benefit from. And I'm curious now, you know, you know, as an athlete, as, as you and I are and as others are as well, I always feel like we have a better sense of what we need. It's the same way you went out there and you found that I put my key somewhere. I'm going to make this thing to make me feel better. And the consumer always knows what the consumer wants because they're, they're in that. Um, I like the fact that you said that anyone can call your company or your brand and just talk to you because you are the brand, but they can talk to you directly and say, you know what, Kim, I like this or I don't like that. A lot of companies don't do those kind of things, right? You get an automatic response from a computer or, or, or a voicemail and, um, you know, you never really get the chance to interact with anybody on, on that one-on-one -on -one level. So I'm curious for you, you know, what other experiences or tips um, or even life rules do you follow that have helped you to build this brand? Besides the um, the patient or the customer interaction, which is which is great, what other things would you be able to share with future entrepreneurs or people who are trying to be like you in this environment that would help them to succeed to help build their brand? It's about the team, just surrounding yourself with 
team members who believe in the product, who want to work with you, right? It's so easy to fill a seat with someone who wants a job, but that's not the person you want. You want, you want to surround yourself with really brilliant, smart people who aren't afraid to give you their feedback because you can bring, you can fill all these seats in your company and everyone is a soldier. They just do what they're told. And they might see something's breaking over there, but they're not going to say anything because that's not in their department. You don't want that person on your team. You want people who aren't afraid to speak up, who are as passionate. Well, you don't know no one's ever as passionate as the owner, right? Like I work 24 seven and I don't mind it. I don't expect anyone to do that. We don't work weekends. I don't have anyone work after five, but you want to have team members who really like being there. They like what they're doing and they're good at it. So it's so important is just to have great team members. If you're a one-person show, even having an assistant, you want that assistant who will help show you things that maybe you've overlooked. It's really comes down to a solid team. And sometimes I've like um maybe overlooked that, right? Or oh, I'm too busy, I'll get to that later. Man, that's not the right way to go. You got a bad egg. And the batch or someone who's not on board with your mission, it's not healthy for them or your company to let them stay. Do them a favor and let them walk out the door. Let them go. Because <laughs> they can cost you money in the future. They can bring your company down. If someone's not aligned with you and your brand, they're not a good fit for your team. It's really important to have a solid team around you. Even if it's like, like I said, your assistant. And just have a good connection, too, with your vendors, your suppliers, everyone that you work with. You want to be kind to everyone you work with. Yeah. Contractors. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think the hard thing with that is that, like you said, you never really know how people are going to interact in certain situations until they actually do that, for one. But I do think, like you said, culture is a big thing. And um, you set the tone for that culture is 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 huge. So everyone knows what we're really doing here, you know, what we at Spy Belt do here. And that does travel and transcend through your brand and through your company. And, and you know, we have been um, on the consumer end of, of recognizing and seeing Spy Belt grow and prosper the last couple of years. And I'm, I, as a runner and a consumer, am thoroughly impressed by the way that you guys continue to set the, the benchmark for how other things are happening in the fitness world. And, you know, I'm curious now as this continues to grow in the fitness world and even in other worlds, when you talk about the diabetes group that you're working with, um, what tips can you share with aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking to do something just like you did, right? To fill a need, um, whether it's in the fitness world or in the world in general, you know, where should they start? Because I know for you, it was, you know, the running trail and you started by making your own product, but for others, it might not be as simple as that. So what are some tips you can share for anyone else? Because the thing I've noticed from talking to a lot of younger um, generation people this in, in my life is that everyone wants to retire early and they're all looking for like something to do that's entrepreneurial. Everyone calls themselves entrepreneur. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. But are you really? Because there's a lot that goes with that, right? And there's a lot that has to be at least initiated when you talk about entrepreneurship or that that road. So, you know, what are some tips you can share for those who say they want to be entrepreneurs, but might not really know where to start when it comes to either breaking into the fitness world or just the world of business in general. Just finding something that you absolutely love and that you want to do like running. <clears throat> I love moving my body. I always have. And so 
being in this space in this community where I'm like with people who wear ponytails and running shoes to work. Like, Oh, those are my people. Like, I don't want to go to work in a suit. I've never been a suit girl. That's not my scene. So I'm exactly where I want to be because being a business owner is hard. You have to love what you're doing to not get deterred. Uh, There are days I'm like, I wish I could clock out and go home, but I can't. So I am grateful for what I have. And I just, I just push through it because I know I'll get to the other side and I love what I'm doing. It's that I love what I'm doing. I love this space. I know this is a hard day or a week or a season, but I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So just really loving that, loving what you're doing, loving your consumers and relating to them so that even when you're not at work or you're on a weekend, when I'm on vacation and I see someone running with a spy ball, I'm like, yes, I love it. I want to chase that person. My son's like, mom, stop it. (laughs) So I'm constantly so grateful for what I do constantly. There's never like, oh, let me get rid of this thing. That when you love it, and you always hear like, when you love your job, it's not a job. It's that's it's pretty true. So just finding something you absolutely love that needs help somehow, being able to provide a product or a service, and finding a consumer base that you can really appreciate and offer something that'll help them. And it's just it's all perfect storm of just a, a great situation for a business that you'll enjoy even when it gets hard. Just thinking about. When it's hard, how am I going to handle this? Do I still love this? Can I persevere? And if the answer is, yeah, I love this space, and that's the space you should be in. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. What's what's one of the biggest challenges you've seen now that you've you've seen Spybel, uh prosper over the last number of years, and you've seen now people rocking your product? I'm sure there was a point in time where you may have had doubts. You know, if this thing could really work, like, is, is, should I even quit my job or just be a personal trainer still like what was that moment for you besides the people who you saw um that brought your product that one day right were there any times where you were like you know what maybe this is just a thought maybe it's not really as big of a thing to everyone else as it is to me and if there was a thought like that for you what made you decide you know what no matter what i'm going to push forward to keep pushing for this dream to be reality well i i never had a doubt mm. what's that for an answer <laughs> I just, I just went for it. And I thought worst case, it's not going to kill me. So that's good. I'm not going to die from trying worst case. I will go back to training because I love training too. I'm a great personal trainer. Love it. I can go start building my client base. Not a problem. So I just went for it. I just went for it. But I think about what I do that today. Cause now I've got kids and a mortgage and it's different. So I think about those individuals who are like, yeah, Kim, easy for you to say, but I have to pay for health insurance and I can't quit my job. So that it's like, there's a, there's a fine line. It was definitely easier for me back then. I was in my mid thirties and I did just go for it. I had that flexibility as a trainer. And so I didn't have to decide, well, should I do this part time? I just went for it. Like I said, I saw 150 at that Austin marathon. And that Monday I told my boss I'm quitting and I'm putting everything into this. And she said, why? What's going on? I showed her. She goes, oh, my gosh, it's awesome. I will buy 50 right now and 50 mm-hmm. in that space. So I was like, well, heck, I quit. And I just got a big order for 50 spiles. This is great. And then I just went forward. I convinced my brother to quit his job. But I was doing everything. So I was doing the accounting, 
business development, shipping. I was even going to shipping, packing boxes. It was so much fun. I think about those days. But I thought, what's the worst that can happen? If you can manage that worse, then go for it. That's where my mind was. I was like, worst case, I lose my client base. I have to start from scratch. And I was willing to give that a try. Mm. Yeah, I love that you just said, I had no doubt. And it's true. I mean, I, th- I think a lot of us do sometimes have doubts, but when you're confident about your potential, right? You're confident about what you really can do. And when you see that the response is positive, right? Then, yeah, there is no doubt that this is going to be a great thing. And, you know, the whole premise of this Be More Today platform is to really highlight people who have that same mindset to say, you know what? Yes, it may be hard. It may be challenging, but I have no doubt that this is going to be successful. So, you know, Kim, you're, we've had over a hundred people on the show. We've asked everyone the same question about Be More Today and what the phrase Be More Today means to them. I'm asking you now, innovator, founder, Kim Overton, when you hear the phrase Be More Today, what does that phrase really mean to you? That phrase means create my story today. What is the story I want for me? I have to let go of my old narrative, my doubts. What is it I want to be? And go for it. Be more. Think big. Just, like I said, let go of those doubts. We're just talking about doubts. Maybe as a kid, I would doubt myself, but I'm going for the big dream. I'm going for it. Rather than like, well, maybe I can't quite get there because I don't have a history of that in my family. Or, yeah, they're, they kind of talk down to women like me. Um, mm. You know what? No way. I'm going for that. I'm I'm dreaming big, thinking big and getting rid of that old narrative. I'm just going to be more and get to that spot that keeps me going. Mm, mm. That's big talk right there. Even big. No doubt. That's big talk. Do you have, do you ever feel, I mean, I know there are a number of CEOs for a number of companies and of course they're all men and women. Do you ever feel, um, any pushback or biases to you as a female CEO? And I'm not saying just because you're female, but you're also living in Texas. You know, it's, it's, it's a very different place as opposed to living in New York, right? It's where I'm from right now. So um, do you ever feel any any pushback or bias or not even conflicts, but just like um, people questioning maybe, you know, how you do, what you do, why you do, or even, you know, your intent and even your success over the years that you've been doing the spy belt thing? Heck yeah. I wish I had said no, but I sure do. It almost makes me teary eyed. Uh, there is, a, you know, I'm five foot three brown girl, right? So, and I, I like t-shirts and like I said, I don't really feel like I look at in corporate attire. So I tend to not wear it. So if I walk into a room, I'm like trying to do business. You got a, a room full of the op- people who look opposite of me. They will. I do feel that vibe kind of talking down. Like, what are you doing here? Oh, maybe it was a, a fluke that you made it this far. Like, no. So you know what I do? I find someone else who gets me and who embraces me. I want to do business with someone who wants to do business with me. And there are so many opportunities. So I that's something I've had to push through for sure. But I've been around enough and I'm a part of entrepreneur groups, which are just amazing because it's peers. There's no like, what do you do? How long have you been in business? It's more like, oh, you're part of this organization. Woohoo! High five. We're, we're comrades. Let's hang out and have a drink. 
There's no having to tell the story and justify what I've done. So within that organization, people know me, which is good. Like, oh, Kim, yeah, she does her thing. And there is a movement now where to be a business owner, you don't have to look so corporate and which is really cool. Austin's pretty cool for that. I love the, the millionaire flip-flops. You got billionaires and flip-flops. Those are my kind of people, you know, <laughs> I gravitate towards people who are just chill and don't carry this certain, you know, just air about them. Like they're just approachable and they want to help. Those are the people I try to get gravitate towards. And those who are a little bit, um, pretentious or just kind of I can tell aren't as receptive I just look for someone else mm. so yes unfortunately there was a lot of that still yeah I mean I, I love your resilience you know I, I think as as we have a, a number of female listeners on this show uh, I believe our our listeners on the show are more females than male uh, by about 70 30 so you know I, I love having female guests on the show who are powerful and are CEOs and are doing their thing because I think it inspires other females who are on here who may be in situations where they doubt their potential. They doubt that they can go out there and do uh, the things that others are doing. And I've even heard from people who've listened to the show that when they hear people like you and others on the show who are doing great things and overcoming trials and uh, oversetting or oversetting boundaries, they say, you know what? I can do it too. And it just gives them that extra push, to, extra reminder that, you know, no matter what's going on, we can go out there and get this thing done. So 100%. I appreciate you sharing your story. That, that That's big. And um, I'm hoping to all the listeners who are on there, including my daughter, even one day I have a seven-year-old daughter and, um, you know, her confidence is getting a little bigger now, but sometimes she gets a little afraid just to go out there and do simple things. And, you know, as someone who grew up as one of five boys um, in New York, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's it's very different raising a, a seven-year-old brown girl in New York City awesome. because there are just certain things that I didn't have to think about that I'm, I'm now seeing I have to just be a little more cognizant with her about and just in terms of confidence and just being out there and and really standing up for herself in ways that, you know, sometimes boys don't have to do because they're just boys. So it's a little different, but I appreciate that. And I, I hope that she too will have the confidence and the drive and will that you have exhibited here and in Texas and around the world. So um, kudos to you, Kimberly, for all you've done. Um, listen, what's next for Kim and the future of Spy Belt? You've done so many things so far, but what's next on the docket for this big time company? Oh my gosh, we're going to expand our line so much it's going to blow your mind and i've got i've got some surprises like you can share now i want to tell you but you check us out at the beginning of the year where is my power so yeah we're going to expand our line just continued growth there's so many people who still don't know about us i don't know how that is but they don't know about us it's my cable yes we're going to just continue to grow just continue to grow awesome awesome Plus yeah my- well, i know about spy belt <laughs> We will continue to post and 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 broadcast Bible everywhere. I do think it's one of the best, uh, if not the best running belt that you have out there. And I've used it for all my races this year, from Chicago to re-ran in Puerto Rico actually earlier this year. And that by itself was fantastic. Just being like, it is super comfortable and e- easy to carry around. So if you don't know about Spy Belt, folks, go out there and try it out. You will not be disappointed. So... If and you are, let me know why, and I'll fix it. But <laughs> <laughs> so you won't be disappointed. No, not at all. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people follow you 
for the Spy Belt company or brand on social media or otherwise? The companies at Spy Belt, yeah, Spy Belt, S P I B E L T, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and then me personally, I'd love for followers too, just to reach out, just to introduce yourself at Kim J Overton. So it's at Kim J Overton, Instagram, oh. TikTok. I don't really do like Twitter. No, that's okay. That's good. That's great. <laughs> Final question, Kim. Are you still dancing and are you still personal training at all? I personal train myself. That's about it. And I dance every minute I can in the house. But yeah, 51, I don't really go out that much. There's not a lot to do as far as the music that I like in Austin. Unfortunately, I like house music. There's not a lot of that here. I love house music. I love house music. Old yeah. school New York house is my favorite. That's right. Well, if you ever come to New York, then we'll have to go house dance, whatever, in, in yes. New York and, uh, and rock out because house dance is the best, if not one of the best genres to, to rock out to. So Yes, I dance right now in my house, Spotify, house music with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Kim, thank you so much for being on the show. You've made this one one for the books. I really appreciate you. And I will continue to... Rock my spy belts wherever I go. I swear by them. They've made my life so much easier and they've changed the lives of so many other people. So great job for all you've done and looking forward to the new line of products coming in uh, for the future. 2023. 2023. Folks, if you heard nothing else from this show, just recognize that your potential is real. I mean, Kim said it so poignantly. Uh, Certain things just happen. And when you fill or fulfill a need, uh, there's no doubt especially when you know it's a good thing and that there's potential for it to be great. There's no doubt that it's going to succeed. So go out there. Do not be timid. Recognize that your potential can be unleashed. And remember the quote from Boy McCoy, at some point you have to stop living in the shadow of your potential and actually unleash it and prosper. Kim has done all those things and then some. So we appreciate her and her story. And as you already heard, follow her on all the socials, spybelt.com on Facebook, Instagram, Uh, Twitter, and just go out there and just continue to be a part of the movement so that you too can love to move and live well. Folks, I always say, you know that my book is on bemortoday.com. The show continues to be on it everywhere and on YouTube. So subscribe to the channels and be a part of the movement. And as I always say, you can always send your thoughts or comments to me directly at drshawnabemortoday.com. If you want to reach Kim as well, email me or find her on social media and send her all the love that you can. Folks, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. We'll see you next week. Peace.